Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? I feel fine out in DJ247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's uh, Best Games Ever podcast, where we uh, attempt each week to find uh, the best example uh, of, of a game uh, within uh, a very sort of weird category that Tom has made up after about 10 minutes of arguing on the Slack. Um, This week, we're looking for the best game uh, where you don't actually do much. I've gotten into the habit of trying to imagine what I would pick uh, if I was a contestant and not just having to sort of listen to everyone. Uh, And I actually don't know. I can't think of a game where you don't... (laughs) I can't think of a game where you sit and sort of don't do much apart from maybe, I don't know, do you do much in civilization? You're just kind of sitting there, aren't you? But yeah, uh, this is uh, going to be an interesting one because uh, I genuinely have no idea how the pitches are going to go. Um, we are joined uh, today by Editor-in-Chief Tom Ory. Hello. I thought you had a good way to segue into a, a, a really mean joke about me with this topic, to be honest. No, no. Well, I mean, I would have done, but I haven't had time to write it. So we're mm. just... <laughs> just imagine it. Imagine just, what uh, you'd have said. Uh, uh, just imagine, uh, well, I would have made some kind of gag about you being born idle. Or, mm. I mean, yeah, I, that's that sounds that's a bit mean spirited for me. I wouldn't have done that. Really? Um, and I really thought that was where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, did. Uh, we're also joined uh, by associate editor Alex Donaldson uh, and uh, my guides writer Kelsey Rayner. Hello. Um, how is everyone? It's uh, it's freezing in the UK and. Uh, I'm once again in my cat hoodie, which I am in a very similar one. It's I had uh, my heating fix yesterday, so I'm pretty good that. right now. I love that this is modern Britain. Everyone's just sitting here <laughs> in some kind of snood, um, and uh, it, it doesn't affect. It doesn't like undermine my authority at all to have cat ears on my jumper. Um, <laughs> okay, all right, we're gonna get into it. So first of all, Tom, what's your mm. pick? Well, I came up with this topic, right? And uh-huh. I thought, this is a good topic. It's quite a clever one, actually. It's quite a good one to try and really think about. Well, I struggled for a while, even though I came up with it, because mm-hmm. it's actually, like, what is actually not doing much? Like, there's obviously most games, you just click some buttons, right? Um, so it's not actually like you're doing that much in the first place. Yeah. And I thought I thought about doing something, like, really, like, smarmy and clever, like Bill Cliff would do, like, like a... <laughs> <laughs> like a like a Sony first party game that's full of cutscenes and like you don't do much. It kind of go along the for the like the oh, ride. Oh, that's such a good idea. I know oh. that's really bothering me. I thought about doing something like that, and I thought, no, that's not in the spirit of this podcast. <laughs> um, so I thought, and I thought actually, it came, and I, I went within the end, Vampire Survivors, which is a game I'm very much into at the moment. Like, like it was like I think it was a big deal, like maybe in the middle of the year when it came out on Steam. Yeah. Then it got on. It came to Game Pass in the start of November, and I've been playing it since then. And 
I didn't really know much about it. It looked you look at the screenshots, you think it's just a load of pixelated mess of like loads of monsters and yeah. you're this you're this character that has to fight the monsters. And I thought it was like a retro Yeah. Like I don't know what, what I thought, like a shooter or a hack and slash or Every something. Every time I see a screenshot, it just looks like an MPEG glitch. Like, yeah, uh, it's like a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really realise that this game, essentially what you do is you just walk about. You just walk around. And all the stuff that goes on just happens. Like, so you're this character and you just wander about the the level, which like there's I think there's like five or six levels um, that you can unlock. And you wander about and then an enemy will be there and you don't ever press attack or shoot or whatever. You just, the stuff that you, the items that you have uh, sort of equipped, which you don't choose, you just kind of pick as you go and then they're there. They just fire off. They just do, they do their thing and you're just there kind of just moving, moving about. So in, eventually you get all these weapons that are incredibly high powered, multiple tiers of leveling and you can evolve them and various other things to become like have this like incredible amount of firepower essentially mm-hmm. um including one that's just garlic there's a garlic <laughs> one and you have this ring around you which means you literally just walk through waves of enemies and just obliterate them um but all you ever do is walk around you just walk around occasionally you'll walk into a chest and you'll get some <laughs> you'll get some stuff will unlock and you'll get some coins and then you do more interacting in the menus after the game than you do in the actual game. Because after the game, you, you kind of unlock uh, sort of um, upgrades that are permanent. Mm. And then in the game, stuff just happens. And you, as, as further you go, you get like level up your whip and you level up your garlic and level up your axe and various other things. But all you really do is wander about and dodge enemies and that's it. I spend a lot of the time just walking in circles just going round and round in circles, just mopping up the edge of the enemy wave, just going around in circles. Sometimes I just put the put the Steam Deck down, just let it just do some stuff for five minutes while I just like have a drink. This is actually a really good pick. I know, it is. <laughs> yeah, I said I'm proud to Jim, of you. I said to Jim that like last week that I was going to win the next two. Spoilers, I didn't win the first one. Yeah. Um, which I thought was a bit harsh, but this one... <laughs> I'm not. I'm pretty sure no one's going to beat this because it is literally. Or, or you can play it without doing anything, but the game itself is brilliant, and everyone should play it, even though you don't do much at all. I just, I, I just really like the when you said you occasionally walk into a chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. That like that that appeals to me a lot. Just to sort of just passively just getting loot. Yeah. Well, it chaos is. happens around and, you, and, and it gets. And you, when you get the loot, you get this nice animation and music, and it builds up. You think, how long is this loot going to last for? And then it cuts off after a couple of seconds, or can go on for like ten seconds, and the money just goes up and up and up. Yeah. Um, and <clears> at the end, at the end, instead of leveling up, by the time you're like high level, all your weapons are, are, are maxed. You just get cash. You just go, give me the cash, give me the cash, give me the cash. <laughs> Sometimes you're leveling up so quickly. You, like it, it just constantly gives you the level up screen because mm-hmm. you've just killed so many things in like half a second because you're firing off a billion things by literally doing nothing. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's almost the perfect game. It sounds like a really good game if you like. It, just, it sounds good. Like if you just sort of like very low effort serotonin hits. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's the fair name enough. of my first album. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, Should we stop? 
Should we pick something? Seven, seven and a half minutes. All right. Um, okay. Uh, that is a really good pick, actually. Uh, I've not played Vampire Survivors. It's been on the last episode. Alex mentioned uh, when we were talking about FTL that um, usually when UK games journalists go off on one about a game. Uh, and I'm, I'm of the similar mind where you see a bunch of people going off on one about some indie thing that looks absolutely shocking, mm. and you're like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had that happened earlier in the year, and I did avoid it because I thought, no, it looks terrible. I'm not yeah, playing yeah. this. But then I, when it Game Pass, it came to Game Pass, I burnt my naan bread while it was cooking. <laughs> Wonderful story on the website about that if you want to find it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you should definitely play this. It is very good. Yeah. All right. Lovely. Um, Kelsey, what have you got for us? Regrets. Um, <laughs> lots of regrets. Because you mentioned Civ in your intro, and I'm just like, wow, why didn't I pick that? That was such so much better. Um, my pick is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah. Because I can quite happily say that I've sunk 200 hours into that and achieved nothing. <laughs> so... <laughs> People, to be, in, to be fair, some people will spend that many hours and they will build like these amazing islands. But the fact that you can spend that many hours on that game and do pretty much nothing, it feels like I'm playing the game wrong. But hmm. it's kind of like that whole, that whole serotonin boost there. You go around, you speak to villagers, you hit trees, you collect fossils, all these small, minuscule tasks that so- honestly feel like chores on top of chores. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, no, like what actually amounts from it? You can build a cool island, but you totally don't have to. I didn't. <laughs> so, and to, to, beyond that, there are just there is nothing. You build things. You might craft things, but you have to do things to do that, and you don't actually have to do anything apart from earn some money to advance to the game. Sounds to me like you don't like this game very much. I love like you're, it. You're quite, you're quite down on it. I mean, as, as it, selling it to someone, I'm like, I'm out already. Like, you've literally. I'm not trying to sell it to anyone. Ever, ever play? Well, it is the best games ever podcast. So I think you might want to sell it a bit. Well, but, but also, well. also the act of cutting down a tree is doing more than you ever do in Vampire Survivors. You have to. I mean, I can't argue with that. I can't. I can't button, argue right? with the Vampire Survivors. Let's pick. just move. Let's move on. Let's move on. We're done. You, you don't have. to. You don't really have to even cut down trees if you don't want no, it in Crossing. You can just kind of you, cut about and... I've, I've watched a video on someone who basically made their way through the game getting the house upgrades by doing as little as possible. And basically all they did every day was <laughs> went to the beach, collected shells and sold them. And that was it. Sounds like a whole job. That's a proper job. That's Well, when I played Animal Crossing, it was back during COVID when I was still a student and there was nothing else to do. So... Yeah. That was probably why I enjoyed it so much. I was like, wow, I have something to wake up for each day. It is like um, the quintessential COVID game, isn't it? Yeah, it was like were, it just hit at that right time. I think it wasn't timing. that the reason why everyone bought a Switch during lockdown. Yeah, pretty much. It wasn't, the, I swear there was a massive hike in like Switch sales, right? Yeah. When it came out. Yeah, people giving themselves like the second job of like collecting orange oranges and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because we had nothing else to do. Yeah. I like this. So, everyone, everyone says they had nothing to do during lockdown. I was like super stressed and overworked the whole time. I mean, I could have been. <laughs> Thanks. Well, for I, I resent. <laughs> I resent people that say they had no work to do. Yeah, no, I like, mean, they had nothing to do. I like my level of busyness just never 
went down. In fact, I think over 2020, I think I got even more busy. Homeschooling. Homeschooling, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What a nightmare. Yeah, and I'd been been working from home since like 2016 at that point, so just my life just didn't change that much. And I'm a fucking shut-in. So my life changed not a jot during lockdown. That's that's my life too. (laughs) Um, But yeah... uh, yeah, because people were like, oh, isn't it scary having to sit in the house and all that? And I was like, that's just my life. Yeah. Everyone must think I hate my life. I love I love being where all my stuff is. I feel the exact same way. It was terrifying that society was collapsing. Animal Crossing, actually, uh, we, we played it um, uh, during lockdown when it came out as well. And it was like, it was fun for a bit, but um, I think I just ended up giving it to the kids. Uh, yeah. But I just I ended like, up falling off those games. Yeah. After a while, I can't keep up the grind of every time you pay off. Tom looks like here's some more space yeah. now. You owe me another two hundred thousand bells. Yeah, I quite like um, how it is a game where you can, as Kelsey says, just sort of passively kind of live in its world and it, the 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 NPCs, and whatever. The game just kind of carries on taking over around you. Yeah, or you can build downtown Osaka, which people. You can you can go wild and create these like beautiful sort of islands that people make. But the thing that I do like about it is like you said, you can just passively either you can sink in hours of doing nothing, or you can spend a few minutes each day. But you can go ahead and like immerse yourself and feel involved in the game and the community without actually doing all that much. Yeah, you can just you can just sort of exist. It's not like an exhausting game. Yeah, for the most part, I think there's a real kind of there is a real uh, there's a place for that. You know, just the kind of game where there is, it just is a world that you can just sit about in, you know? I think think it's a good choice. It is a good choice. It's just not the best choice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Let's move on to uh, Alex because uh, I honestly, I can't, uh, this is such a tricky topic because Tom picked it based on having played this one game that he then proposed. So I'm like, is there even three or four games that this applies to? What have you got for us, Alex? Well, I think it, there is, because there's a whole genre of this sort of stuff, like the stuff like Cookie Clicker, right? And I actually, there was oh, a period yeah. in my life when I was actually quite into idle games. Um, and you could argue that that uh, for morons, the ultimate idle game is trying to mine Bitcoin, right? Um, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> but um, right. For morons, I mean the people who got in early, fair enough. Anyone else who joined late in the game, morons. Yeah, um, yeah. that reminds me that I went to, I went to, um, I went to our local CEX recently, which is like a. Um, actually, they do have them in certain cities in America, but it's like a gaming thrift store. You go and trade stuff in, and you can get cash or gaming pawn shop, and mm-hmm. uh, and there was a guy there. I, I went in because they had a specific and they know me in there bless them and and, uh, (laughs) and the the manager like dm'd me on twitter going we've just had um this copy of such and such a retro game that was after in stock do you want me to put it aside and i was like i'll come and have a look at it i'll come have a look at the nick so i went in and when i went in there was a guy in there who was trading in like 20 graphics cards (laughs) and he was the guy getting out of bitcoin mining and I was shouting to him, and he just like it took a massive bath on the last two, three months, basically, and was like, "I'm getting out now. I'm getting out." Um, 
Yeah, but he was trading, and I was like, this is so... I said to the manager afterwards, I was like, this is so bad, because he was trading in all these graphics cards, and I was like, these have all been absolutely hammered through the process of Bitcoin mining. Like, you would not want to buy one of those and use it for gaming. The performance degradation from how it had been on for 24 hours, seven days a week, for however many months or years, would have been enormous, and I think it's sort of irresponsible that CEA even takes stuff when the person who's selling it says... Straight up says, yeah, I've been using them for mining. But that's a topic for another time. But just, yeah, so anyway, I got sidetracked by talking about Bitcoin mining, which is the ultimate mugs idle game. But I wanted to pick something that wasn't an idle game. So I wanted to pick a game where it's a video game and it's not like all about just doing nothing. But the thing you're doing, you accomplish by doing very little. Yeah. And so yeah. I'm really proud of my pick for this. My pick is Dive Kick. So right. Dive Kick is a fighting game um, that only has two buttons. <laughs> so there's dive, which is jump, and there's kick, which is kick. And when right. they used to demo this, when they used to demo this, they literally would have giant arcade sticks with two giant buttons, like two giant plungers. So rather than lots of little buttons and a stick, you can't move. So the way you would move forward... Is, and when, when I, kick doesn't do anything on the ground. Kick only works from the air. So when you press dive, your character goes straight up. And when you press kick, your character comes down at an angle, like a dive kick, like what Cammy has in Street Fighter and, and, and certain other characters. And this was made by some fighting game community alumni at a time when characters that had dive kicks, like Rufus in Street Fighter 4, were like dominating the... Um, the professional scene and everyone was sick of seeing dive kicks and almost as a joke, they made a game where you could only do dive kicks. But <sighs> what's beautiful about dive kick is even though it's a two button, two action game, it sort of boils down the meta of fighting games about when do you act? How do you react perfectly? And it's so funny so hilarious to play with people and it carries all the joy of a street fighter or something like that but there's no quarter circles forwards or back there's no complicated moves the only real difference between the characters is like in how high their jumps are or how fast their dive kick is or the exact angle like some of them have really sharp some of them have more 45 degree angles and all the characters are parodies based on characters from other games Marvel vs. Capcom stuff like that um and it's just excellent. And like I say, it is. it has this thing going for it. Of his, of, it's genuinely a really good 2D fighting game, but it yeah. only has two buttons and you can only do basically one action or two actions. You can jump and then when you're in the air, you can press a button to do a kick that, that goes towards the ground. Oh, and it's one hit KO. So the first person to land a dive kick clean wins yeah. the round. That's right it. okay that's incredible I, it's I, I, excellent it's so good and yeah. it is the best game where you barely do anything in that i could think of where just like because you legitimately just one two one two that's it i guess a lot of the time in rounds is just spent sort of jumping in front of each other <laughs> and if you want to edge closer landing to some, a hit well if you want to edge closer to someone to bait them out or something the only thing you could do is keep doing ever so short jump dive kicks jump yeah. and kick jump and kick in order to 
edge closer to them. Like I said, it's amazing because it's such a stupid, such a dumb concept. But um, it's also so good that it just works and you can put that in front of people at a party or something and people go absolutely wild for it. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's just, I absolutely adore it. It was such a popular, and it, I, I love the story of it as well because it was legitimately like these guys made it as a gag yeah, yeah. Because of the memes about dive kicks being too powerful in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Street Fighter 4, stuff like that. But then it became... And they were taking this joke game that they'd made to tournaments. And then it became so popular that it finally reached a publisher and a publisher picked it up. And then it actually got full releases, which is just fabulous. I love game. that. I love it. I love it. And uh... The Steam reviews are fantastic. One, I was really disappointed in the punching system. They gave it a good review. Um, A perfect fighting game for the modern adult who has responsibilities. Isn't that the truth? Well, that is the thing, right? It's like it sort of has the meta of fighting games in it where you do do actually think a little bit, and this is where I'm interpreting the topic perhaps a little bit liberally, but you do have to think quite a lot about things like footsies. There are footsies, even though you can't move back and forth. But... You, the only thing you can actually do is dive and kick. And so it carries that thing of the idea of it's a perfect game for an adult, for perfect fighting game for an adult with, with responsibilities is because you can sort of get that thrill that you get out of pulling off something clever in a fighting game match. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to learn any combos because there aren't any. <laughs> I love that. I love Most that. balanced fighting game it's ever. It's also a really good teaching tool. Like if you give this game to somebody who you who wants to learn the fundamentals of fighting games about positioning and timing and stuff like that, it's perfect because it strips away everything else. It's yeah, it's such a good. That game. sounds brilliant, and you barely do anything in it. It's good. I remember playing this years ago. It's fun. I would just like to point out two things <laughs> about Dive Kick. Right, so in Dive Kick, you've got two actions right yeah you can two buttons you can jump and you can kick right yeah. and vampire survivors you don't have any buttons it's an action I'm just, it's I, an I, action I, game with no buttons i perfectly I, I i understand what you're saying but i just want to point out the topic is not the best game where you don't do anything it's the best game where you don't do much i know you don't do much in vampire survivors you walk around <laughs> That is the least right. anyone can do. All right, all right. Unless you can't. Let, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna uh, play that jingle. That means I need to pick something. I'm very sensitive about that jingle. Ever since you had a go at it, Tom, I, I do need to redo it. It was only ever intended as a placeholder, but I'm quite attached to it now, so it's staying. Think, Jim, about all the messages I get about how unfair you are. Oh, I would just, think about the messages that are coming in for this I have, podcast. Because I feel genuinely... sorry for you right now because this is hard. <laughs> it's quite, it's, it's quite but, easy. Right. Okay. Quite once again, choice. three really good choices. Right. And I am absolutely though, because I have I've made, I vowed to never let Tom win again after last week and the discussion about how, uh, you always get loads of messages from people telling you mm. you were robbed. And then I, we actually got a bunch of messages off the back of that podcast about mm. how you're always robbed and how it's always really unfair and about how I'm really mean, apparently. Mm. Um, um, so I'm absolutely loath to do this, I have to say. But 
I think I do think Vampire. I haven't played any of these games, by the way. Well, and New Horizons a little bit, but Vampire Survivors sounds like just the quintessential sort of. It sounds like the epitome of this entire topic, and also mm. it, it did actually inspire it, which might be slightly cheating. I don't know. It, Maybe it that's is some, cheating, but um, I mean, because <laughs> uh, you might as well have gone. What's the best game called Vampire Survivors? Yeah, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't really, I, I, I can't, I can't argue with it. It probably should win, to be fair. Yeah, but you're you saying know, it is the winner, then. Just I'm saying, it, I'm saying it is the winner, but I'm loath to. It's, mm. I want it to be a hollow victory because I don't want it to win. It's not that hollow. It's the same as all victories. <laughs> I also I want it to be hollow by pointing out that you based the topic off that game and yeah. uh, and basically did it backwards and this is a effect, effectively this is abusing your position to Look, to considering what has won on this podcast in the past this is like this is one of the most legitimate wins of all time I feel like FIFA and your Qatar at this moment essentially wow. Wow. so uh, I'm loath to do it but. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's very difficult to argue against when you've rigged the game to this to this extent. Uh, so, all right, fair enough. Vampire Survivors is the best game where you don't do much. Yeah, and also it's really good as well. Like you can't deny the, the amount of people who keep going on about how great it is. You can't. I mean, like uh, even like you know, long time contrib, long time uh, right, recent contributor Casey to the website, who uh, basically doesn't like much. Uh, she's absolutely like she loves it, and and I feel like if if it wins her over, it's got to be good. I'm never gonna play it because I now associate it with this humiliation. Frankly. You should you should play it, and then you'll be thinking to yourself, he was right. No, I don't want to. I don't play want on to. Christmas Day. Play I don't on Christmas want Day. To. Is your like trying to have enjoy the day i don't day want to i want to just I, think of me gloating. i just want to i want to give you the win all right so you know like <laughs> it's like that episode of come dine with me <laughs> um right i want to give you the win but i want to make it known to everyone that it's under protest and that you basically did cheat by rigging it he was cheating so yeah so i hope you're happy yeah. tom wins a win wins a win <laughs> If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us get the word out. Uh, we're not just a podcast, of course. If you'd like to hear more from the team, then check out VG247.com for our fantastic news coverage, features, reviews, and game guides. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>